podcast. Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And uh, we're still doing this remote for a little bit. I think this is more out of, uh, I guess, convenience sake rather than any COVID situation anymore. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say COVID anymore. It's just work situations, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Although I should avoid using that word now because uh, supposedly they're going to start putting uh, warnings on anybody that discusses that on podcasts now. What do you mean? Uh, you know that whole thing going on right now with uh, with Joe Rogan and... Oh, the, yeah. the, the misinformation claim and everything. Yeah, yeah. So apparently... Um, Spotify is going to start putting like advisory warnings or something like that before any podcast that discusses that. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if they're using like a kind of like YouTube does those, uh, those word recognizing software or whatever, and they'll flag us or I don't know. Oh it doesn't yeah. Really yeah. Matter, whatever, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 It it's kind of like, uh, like it's kind of like how with, um, what's that one song? And to those I love, I say thank you by Suicide Boys, just because the uh, the band is about suicide. Uh, it's called Suicide Boys, and the song kind of has like a message about suicide and just leaving everybody. And like now, once you, if you try to watch the video on YouTube, you will get you know like it will give you a disclaimer first or an option to watch the video before you actually fully watch it. Like oh, uh, this is intended for mature audience. Please press if you're 18 or over. But now it says, like, are you struggling from suicide? If, if not, just continue watching. If not, please call this hotline. Oh, okay. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. It shows how much I actually go on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I go on it because I pay for the premium because I don't want to deal with ads when I watch videos. I, I just don't watch ads enough or ads. <laughs> I don't watch YouTube enough to really, I guess, really it affects me. I definitely me, don't know? watch ads. <laughs> But all right, so we got a great episode today. We have, uh, we got everything from the return of the Hertz. Yeah, we got an update on the Hertz Banana Z06s <laughs> that we talked about. Hey, this is like a year ago, right? Yeah, I would say it's about a year, maybe. Because I think it was like last year they were talking about that uh, Hertz had to sell those before the end of the year last year. Yeah, liquidation so they can avoid bankruptcy. Yeah, well, because they were in bankruptcy, that was part of their deal. Yeah. But yeah, so we got an update to one of these banana Z06s, so that'll be interesting. Uh, we got the One Piece live production update. Uh, we got a Jujutsu Kaisen movie update. A couple of uh, random car and anime questions we're going to go through. But uh, the last little headline we kind of have is that we're going to be doing our next anime review next week. Indeed. And that's going to be X Driver. X so, driver, so EX driver. Or EX driver, yes. Is it is it EX as an abbreviation or is it just X driver? X driver. In the oh. uh, I've already seen the first episode. They say X driver. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so why don't you give us a quick little summary of what we'll be reviewing next week? So it's just pretty much a car anime, honestly. And it's in a world where everything's full, where all vehicles are fully electronic and, and autonomous, auto autonomous, and where cars go rogue because they're auto autonomous. And you have a group of 
teenagers in high school driving internal combustion cars to prevent car, uh, autonomous uh, vehicles going rogue from disrupting the civilians and pedestrians. Yeah, and you know the way that kind of relates to the move we're seeing shift in the auto industry right now, I think is going to be a really interesting one. Yes. So I'm excited for that one. Make sure everybody tunes in next week to hear that review. We'll start watching it this week. I already started. Like I said, I've already watched the first episode. And so uh, there's a lot of shit talking I've done already so far with some friends. So it's going to be an interesting one. Nice, nice. All right. Well, uh, let's get into our first headline, Manny. We got the banana hurts. (laughs) So this kind of started off as like, uh, just a video I kind of ran across and it was a video of a Z06 uh, crashing at Big Willow and uh, I thought I'd check it out because it is the new Z06 one and I was like oh I wanted to see where they where they crashed whatever you know I was intrigued it's a track video mm-hmm. and I have I brought up the screen so you and me can watch it together and as we were watching it I see in the lower left corner it still has the hertzsales.com sticker on it. <laughs> when I when you pointed that out, I lost it because like, oh damn. Yeah, so this is one of those uh and you know it, I, I can't remember what episode it was. It was about a year ago we did this episode where because Hertz was filing bankruptcy, they were liquidating a ton, a ton of cars. They had some really good deals, but they had a ton of Z06s, all of them yellow. If they weren't yellow, it would be more interesting to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I mean, I'm sorry to anybody that has a yellow car, but I don't think yellow works for them for the majority of cars. Honestly, I agree that it doesn't work for the majority of cars, but I think the Corvettes in the classification where it works, it does. It does. It, It works on like, you know, the ITR, the S2000, the Corvette, like all those I can see yellow and, and it looks good, you know? The Ferraris, the Lambos, they all look good in yellow, especially. Yeah, yeah. So, what anyways, about Mustangs? Would you say a Mustang looks good in yellow? No, <laughs> I don't think it goes. Because if you remember, before I got my white Mustang, I was already looking at a yellow one. Uh, you know what? I don't remember that actually. Okay, it was a 2018, and we talked to Angel about an Angel, and our buddy Angel told us it's not even worth it because it's a 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's skeptical of the uh, the redesign. Yeah, the redesign with the direct injection. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so basically, you know, obviously both drivers are okay. That's the main thing both drivers or both drivers both people in the car okay (laughs) the driver and the passenger um it looks like this is probably some kind of private track day it definitely looks like it because the one thing we saw was one of the helmets yeah so the guy the passenger was holding a gopro and he you know he had this guy had camera set up in his back seat the GoPro the passenger was driving a dash cam and a rear camera all recording. <laughs> so it got caught from multiple angles. And um, basically what happened is he just got out on track and coming out of turn one, 
it, he must have just had cold tires because he wasn't going that fast. But you can kind of hear he steps on it to try to go faster. And he just lost control right there and, and ended up rolling, hitting a berm and actually rolling before getting into turn two. Mm-hmm. But as they were going through and they had this, some really dramatic music throughout it. <laughs> dramatic? It was more like some sad tribute music. And I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? It's not it's, a funeral. It's a funeral for the Z06. It's a terrible funeral with that music. <laughs> But anyways, as they were going through, the guy took some video or pictures or whatever of his helmet. The passenger did. And I look at it and I was like, why does that helmet have a visor? It was a mortar. It was a dirt bike helmet, basically. And, and, we, and then I pointed to the logos. I told you to look up the logo. Yeah. So we double checked the logo. Yeah, it was a dirt bike helmet. And I don't, you know, Big, Big Willows is one of those where I assume you really really want an actual correct helmet for that track that's a that's a scary track that's what made us believe at this point that it was actually it was probably a private event yeah this was probably like a small private event because uh yeah that that kind of stuff you can't get away with that kind of stuff there was Mm -hmm. you know the guy had a phone mounted the passengers holding a gopro um the driver ended up saying not acknowledging cold tires. He kind of just said it too much power, not enough grip. Like, <laughs> and you know, we're not professional fucking drivers, but I think, no. you know, from Only that perspective, it really does sound like, Oh yeah, this guy just has the money and just went out. <laughs> he, he might need a little bit more experience. He needs a, he needs Jaime from race race FF pod to coach him. If you know, but you if, did point out the tires also when we saw pictures of when it was actually flipped at that point. Oh yeah, he had full R compounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had full R compounds on there for sure. So, I mean, for all we know, maybe he just got a little extra excited and forgot about warming up those tires, which you know that absolutely can happen. But that's an expensive and powerful car to do that in. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't cheap with Hertz? Hertz Hertz did not sell that car with those tires. I can (laughs) guarantee that. (laughs) Because Hertz is giving these keys to random people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, I thought that was super just wild. I, I did not expect to see that helmet. Like, I did not expect, well, I mean, not expect to roll. Obviously, these things kind of happen. But it, it was just not a. <laughs> it was not pretty. You could just tell it was not pretty, and there was probably no organization to that at all. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, everybody's okay. Uh, I love think- how they were talking about like, oh yeah, this is gonna be like our new war story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Manny, how does that make you feel about coming back out? In the Mustang, no. In the Mustang, no. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, it's hold like, on. It's like, I mean, it's like what I've mentioned before. If I have the opportunity to do it again, because, again, uh, my family owns a business, so uh, my priorities right now are with the business, especially with this whole pandemic situation and everything and labor shortage and everything. But I would actually like something that's a little bit more lower horsepower to actually learn. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's what I have right now. All right, all right. So what you're saying is I need to put some uh, fresh brakes and tires on the Crown Vic and you'll take it out. I mean, if you're okay with that, I wouldn't mind. 
I am down, Manny. Me, <laughs> <laughs> the first time I see you do maintenance on that car. I've done plenty of maintenance on that car. I it's do old changes stands. like what a motherfucker. No, that one doesn't deserve jack stands, Manny. <laughs> it, okay, it deserves bricks. Yeah, right. <laughs> that one's a get in and get out. Get it done, get it back on the road. <laughs> yeah. I'm up to 44,000 miles on it. Oh, shit. Yeah, a little bit over a year, so. Yeah. It's definitely okay. doing its job for right now until uh until I figure out the next one. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what's coming with that one for sure. Okay. But anyways, Manny, let's roll into the next one. All righty. And uh, so this would probably be the return of Weebs Be Mad segment, honestly. It has been a while. It has been a while. So now One Piece uh, finally announced that they were, they they didn't finally announce it, but this was actually a while back, probably a few months ago that uh, Netflix was actually going to be doing a live-action series for One Piece. And uh, the series is going to focus on the first few arcs before they cross into the Grand Line. So this is before we get to see Chopper, Robin, Frankie, uh, Brooke, and all the other uh, known characters that we know today. So Is this going to be a series or just a movie? A series. A series? Okay. So what percentage of uh, the full story does it cover? Like a 10%? 50 percent i would say at least a 20 percent maybe okay okay maybe got it. maybe 15 percent like i said this is going to focus before they get into the grand line because they've already announced the cast for this and it just shows them the first uh the first uh characters in the prior pirate crew for the straw hat pirates before they cross into the grand line because after they cross into the grand line that's a new uh additions happen into the crew and so we don't have those additions confirmed for cats so that's all we're going to see at the moment okay got it i mean and that's not too bad to figure a season one kind of thing pretty much i would say um i would say though the the echiro oda the creator for one piece gave his full approval for the cast um gave it the full thumbs up full approval and says that the cast is probably the best choice best choices for each of the characters and this is where it falls in the, into line of why weebs are be mad and one of the main reasons because the characters aren't japanese or asian in, in to be broad honestly yeah yeah i mean it gets down to a point that uh, I would say if Eichiro Oda sensei basically gives his full approval on these actors, then I will be more than willing to watch it if he has his approval. Okay. And I mean, I guess from the other perspective of mine, it'd be like, I wouldn't care if he approved or not. If, if it works, it works kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's another interpretation of some form of art, right? Exactly. If it works, it works. But because uh, that's what acting is all about—you act to be someone you're not, honestly. Yeah. So why are Weebs mad? I mean, the biggest reason is because the characters aren't Asian, and they're uh, they're claiming whitewashing and all this other stuff. And since you know more One Piece better than I do, these characters on where they're from 
uh, geographically, right? Because they go from like, they travel from place to place, right? They're supposed to be like yeah. pirates going everywhere, right? Exactly. Are all of these characters from Asian parts of the world? Only in the current arc. Only in the current, no, no, no. I mean like where they're actually from, not where they are physically. What do you mean? So they're all from different places, right? The characters inside the show? The journey. In the yes. Okay, so they're all, wherever they got picked up from, they're all Asian countries? No. Like I said, the only time we can see something that's related to Asia, or specifically Japan, would be the current arc at the moment. Okay, so yeah, I don't know why they're mad. <laughs> that's what I want to know, too. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, though. We've had some fuck-ups in the past with live action series or show or movies for anime where they really fucked up on the cast let's not forget uh death note and dragon ball evolution yes that is true but we do say that every time a live action comes out but it's bad less often now exactly exactly i can totally agree with that i mean we already saw what space cowboy uh cowboy bebop they had a shitty budget, but I thought the casting was pretty well. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, we're seeing it less often now, and I think that's in general with TV because, you know, remember before TV used to always be for the advertisers, right? Mm -hmm. So they would have to make shows and content as advertising approves it and what, it, what they know will still attract good advertising, whatever. Exactly. Now that everything's subscription-based, I feel that's brought up the quality of like shows and movies because now there's no advertisers. They have to produce good shows if you're going to pay for the service, you know? Exactly. Uh, another good example I would say is kind of like um, the Ghost in the Shell movie starring Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. I personally like Scarlett Johansson as an actor. I think she does a phenomenal job and I think she did a really good job playing the main character for Ghost in the Shell. But a lot of people are complaining is that that she was not Asian, she's not specifically Japanese, so she they white they forced whitewashing into this anime series to have her played. Meanwhile, the people in Japan gave their full approval that she was a good actor enough to play the part. And then also, the main character in the anime is a robot. She doesn't have an ethnicity or race. Yeah. <laughs> so she's That's so true. Scarlett Johansson is playing a robot character. So it's like we're like. Where the fuck is this complaint coming from? Yeah, that's true. And I know I made fun of a lot of different versions of uh of this one, but overall, um uh Roni Kenshin was actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. So it's like they've they've made better ones, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it comes down to who's making the live action movie or series. Is it Japan or is it the USA? If it was Japan, of course, we're going to see all like Japanese uh, cast and everything. Uh, if it's U.S., and we're going to have some diversity. But like I said, I think they're getting better at the selection and how they cast, honestly. Yes, correct. I totally agree with that. So, so yeah, I, I think as, as they keep coming out, I feel a little bit more open to live actions now. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I mean, for Luffy, it's going to be a Mexican actor called Inyaka, uh, Inyaki Godi. I've never heard of him. So apparently, he was well well fit the part. Again, again, Eichiro Oda uh, gave his full approval for the cast. 
And then uh, we have Emily Rude, uh, who's an American actress, um, who was going to be playing as Nami. And then I did show you some pictures and some uh, some side by side pictures of the characters and the actors and everything. And then we also have a, a Japanese actor that I feel like would actually play a good part for, especially for Zoro, and is Mekinu Arata. Uh, that's going to be playing as uh, Zoro, and he was actually in the the Rooney Kenshin live action films. Oh, okay, I didn't recognize him. Uh, I don't rec. Oh, uh, he was in the final movie, so we I don't think we you've seen that one yet. Oh, got it, got it, got it. And then we have Jacob Romero Gibson, who's going to be who was on is known for his role in Grey's Anatomy, and. He's going to be playing as Usopp. And then we have also Taz Schuyler as Sanji. Uh, Taz Schuyler is a British actor. But I feel like, for the most part, I feel like these are just kind of well played out, honestly. Yeah, the side-by-sides look pretty good. Mm -hmm. You did have one complaint about the the, the Mexican actor, though. Okay, so Luffy is a very basic drawing. Like, for how unique they do most of the One Piece characters, which, you know, regardless of how I feel about this crude drawings and super long stories that I'm never going to watch, I've always praised the uniqueness of their characters. They've done a really great job of making sure each character looks very unique and has distinctive features, right? Yes, but Luffy himself is very, very basic looking. But when they did the side by side, the first thing I saw was just this kid's eyebrows. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I thought of? Huh? They should have hit, uh, him play uh, Rock Lee in a Naruto live action. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes. Bushy oh, brow. He, he he has a future ahead of him, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make this happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll just contact. Uh, uh, who do we contact at that point? Netflix or the creators? I have no idea. But that's amazing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I mean, other than that, really... It's just because Luffy is a very basic drawing, you know what I mean? Comparative yeah. to the rest of the characters in that anime. So, I mean, that one I don't is kind of like the the weakest comparable, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. But everybody else, they did a really good job with casting. I mean, again, these are side-by-side photos, and then once we actually see them in actual uh, costumes or anything, then we'll yeah. be able to get a glimpse of, like, how well they can perform in their character and their 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 makeup and uh, their transformations and how to look the part. Yep. And if they do, you know, 12 episodes that cover 100 in the anime, maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see like hour-long episodes. Who knows? I don't know about that, Manny. Let's not push it now. Are you sure? Give me a good condensed version and maybe I'll get into it. I mean, this could be a good condensed version. We won't that's know. Why. Until- <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, that's why I originally asked you in the beginning what percentage it kind of covered. Mm-hmm. So if like one season covers twenty percent, and they're doing roughly twenty percent per season, each season's roughly twelve to twenty-four episodes. Okay, I might use the live action as my my way into it and 
at least have the storyline, you know? Yeah. General of it, obviously, but we'll give it a shot. So I'm actually looking up the episodes right now on Crunchyroll's website and everything. So I'm looking up to see at what part or at what point they tra- crossed into the Grand Line. And it looks like they go go into the Grand Line until... It's interesting. Okay, I'm looking at episode 61. So that means I'll have to look a little bit further. So, so where's the grand line? Uh, expand on that question. Uh, where is it on the anime timeline? Uh, with it, it, they don't get to the actual grand line until the till episode 62. 62 in the anime? Yes. Ooh, that's not a lot. Okay. <laughs> and I'm pulling up my calculator right now. So 62 divided. Live production right here. So that's basically 6% of the anime. Oh, yikes. They got to bump that number up. <laughs> Again, like like I said, they only showed the first five crew members of the, uh, the Straw Hat Pirates. And they don't get an additional character until right after they jump into the Grand Line. Got it, got it. So that's oh. that's what my theory is that they're gonna focus on that part first, and and if they if it becomes successful and becomes popular, if we continue continue to stop being a bitch about it, and let's hope for the best. Honestly, then we might see more. Yep, we'll wait for the for the next edition of Weebs Be Mad once it comes out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. Let's get into our next topic. Alrighty. Uh. So. Um. Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, it's been a very amazing anime that I've been watching, or that I've already watched. I've probably rewatched it twice already at this point. Uh, how are you so far into the anime? I am a little over 50%. A little over 50%, but are you enjoying it? Yes, it is definitely worth watching. I can see why it was nominated for so many awards. Um, animation, music scores, openings, especially the opening songs are amazing, in my opinion, and really well played out with the animation. The f- the combat and fight scenes and the plot and also, I mean, the plot kind of sounds similar to a lot of other anime and, sto- and s- story series, but the way they took it just like makes it interesting, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with the plot, but definitely the fight scenes is what did it for me. Yeah. And so... Uh, I think we announced this a while back in some of our previous episodes, but they will be coming out with a movie called Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. And with that, the movies actually already came out in the in Japan. Uh, I think it was like last month, I think, or maybe in December. And it with a bo- Japanese box office of 9.3 billion yen, which comes out to 80, 81.8 million in domestic uh domestic sales for japan so it basically become one of the big uh became one of the uh one of the 50 biggest uh, japanese releases of all time for japan and so i gotta hand it to mappa and toho animation studios for doing this amazing job on this anime i started to read the manga i'm reading from the very beginning i don't care if i already know what's gonna happen i was like i just want to like just be be consistent with the series, especially on the on the manga, especially. Yeah. But now with the announcement that there is going to be a movie, they finally re- announced that they're going to bring the movie to the U.S. Uh, 
So I'm super excited for that. It's going to be released in theaters here in the U.S. on March 18th, here in the U.S. and Canada, actually, as well. And ticket sales will start February 25th. So you already know I'm going to buy like 10 tickets and invite the boys out for a movie night. Yep. Sounds like a plan. I'm so down for this. And from what I've heard so far, this movie is like a prologue to the anime. Okay. So we're finally, uh, I think this anime is going to give us some answers to some unanswered questions uh, that were given to us in the anime. Like, I'm pretty sure you already saw the monk with like the line across his forehead and everything in the anime. Yeah. And like, what's his backstory and why Gojo remembers him or the president, the principal of the school remembers him and what was their connection with him and why is this guy being so secret that he doesn't want to reveal that he's alive or or his existence is known to them again so i think this uh, this movie will finally give us a glimpse on that yeah fill in some gaps yeah very nice well can't wait for this one to come out definitely all right all righty so let's get into our uh our little questions we kind of had okay so, uh, do you want to start or should I start? Go for it. All right. So, this came up uh, as a question just because I was kind of going through, like, my what ifs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, well, if we could remove one car law or regulation, which one would you want to be removed? Oh, that's an interesting question. Huh. Yeah, I know my answer already. You mean you, you already know? You, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, of course it's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, the most basic one that everybody would love to know about, or I think this would be just be a California thing, but smog, honestly. Smog? Yeah. But I feel like that would be like a too basic an answer as well because I know everybody wants that gone because they can't enjoy their cars because of smog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's a tough one. I would say tint. Window tint. Window tint? Yeah. Really? So why window tint? I mean, sometimes you, you it just feels uncomfortable being in a car that's just has clear windows like you feel like you're in a fishbowl especially and i mean sometimes the regulations are kind of dumb i mean i would also agree it is also a safety hazard because sometimes if you have window tint especially people that window tint their front windshields i feel like that's a hazard because how can you actually see outside of your own car especially i mean if you got a really good ceramic tint you can see just fine out of it okay that part i didn't know yeah, you can get there's it's obviously you have to spend more money on that, but it mm-hmm. there is high quality ceramic tints where you could see out of the car just fine, but it's dark as fuck from the outside. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wasn't I was gonna see if you were gonna kind of fall into the smog trap. <laughs> That's why I said it's like it's kind of a basic one, honestly. Okay, I was gonna see if you were gonna fall into it, and I was almost gonna say to make that a rule rule for the question to kind of like okay but it can't have to do with smog because obviously that's the one everybody wants to get rid of exactly so under that same under that same geist 
Mine would be exhaust. I thought that was already. Wait, no, no, no. It's it's not. They're just having a hard time trying to find the boundaries to restrict it. Exactly. Yes. So, I I would have said exhaust actually, but like I didn't. Honestly, I didn't think it through because like wait, they already reappealed it. So why do I have to say that? Yeah, yeah. So but I'm that, going you, you exhaust. Do bring, you do because, bring up a good point on that. Yeah, I'm I'm going exhaust because. Again, this is under the same guys that we're not going to choose smog because, yeah, that's the one everybody would get rid of, you know? I'm going to choose exhaust because the way they normally catch you for your smog shit is because of your exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Right? So it, it's anytime you hear about, oh, I got state rift. Oh, and everybody who's not in California, state rift is basically a um a ticket to have your car not just smogged but actually inspected by a state referee and they go through everything you basically the the best way to really pass a state ref is to have full oem everything it's uh, it's ridiculous you know what would be also interesting uh, star smog star smog what about it I mean, it's just it's just annoying that like you have to go to like actually specific locations that do star smog certification, and yeah. not just your local smog shop. Well, there's smog, star smog, and test only facilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, super annoying. But that is why I have OBD one, and I don't really have to deal with that. I mean, I got a classics. I don't have to deal with any of that. True. Well, your Tacoma will, but yeah. The Tacoma's not a classic. Well, no, yeah, but the co- Tacoma will have to deal with test onlys and stars. Mm, that is true. Um, I believe what, the what, Mustang still has what, a couple years. What defines your vehicle to be having to need to do a star smog? Uh, my, I don't know if you can correct me on this. My interpretation of why your car needs a star smog is because there was some modification and rep- and reports about the car in the past where now it has to be star smog no 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 i honestly i forget which one is which but no no um, no. what causes you to need to uh, that you need to go to star smog yes so some of them are because of um because of age and some of them are i i want to say you go to a specific one for title transfer okay and I don't think it's it's not like a, a smog specifically because of modifications. It could also have to do if you failed before. Okay. And I think they even have it in rotation. So like you'll do a regular one, but then you'll skip a year or two and then you'll have to do like a, a star one. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but it's not having to do with uh, being flagged for modifications or anything like that. Okay. Okay. No, it, it's it's something that comes up pretty regular on a lot of older cars. So, yeah, for my answer, it would definitely get rid of the exhaust law. Because then beyond that, if you do have your car modified and just making sure that you're uh, <clears throat> passing smog, <laughs> yeah, then it's harder for you to get popped by, you know, a sheriff or a police or whatever, right? Yes. Because they couldn't pull you over because of the exhaust, which is and then, and then always that point, the excuse. Yeah, that is true. Not only that, like when you have like other modifications that just seem simple, but you just can't get them. 
Yeah. I mean, I've had front window tints on every single vehicle I've owned since I was like 16. And I have never, never, never gotten a ticket for it. I think I've been pulled over once. <laughs> was it the Type R? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, I've gotten a ticket for it. <laughs> and I was there. That's right. I did get a ticket for the Type R one. Although it's different because I had fucking door numbers on my fucking car. <laughs> and the Type R just screams, pull me over. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. That that was a targeted attack, and he ended up using the window tints as the excuse. Because even well, my car was pretty quiet. Yeah. Uh, first, he said, uh, I pulled you over. The reason I pulled you over is for window tint. So he went, wrote down your ticket, came back. Okay, so I gave you a ticket for window tint and auto books. I was like, the fuck? You <laughs> didn't say that in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, so I have gotten one ticket for tints. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a targeted attack for sure. But I think we can also agree that at, it also comes down to bias of the car as well. Oh, dude, I got front... I have limo tints on the front of the Crown Vic. Mm-hmm. Never get messed with. <laughs> I've had... I've had countless police officers passed by me in the Mustang with with the tint that I have on it and I still haven't had any of the issues with it yeah there's definitely a bias for American cars mm-hmm. there, there absolutely is there's no denying that at all not every American car though but no I think you're more likely to get a ticket than my Fox body that is true because oh. I you know I do hear about your you know S550s getting tickets here and there when Especially when they're acting super douchey, you know? Oh, yeah. But I've done some stupid shit in that Mustang and gotten caught and never got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get pulled over just because the cop that admi- admired your Fox body as well? Yeah, yeah. And mind you, I've never had mufflers on that Fox body. That is true. I just is just recently that it has mufflers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, you know... Back in my younger days, I was doing fishtails around corners and donuts inside a cul-de-sac, and I got pulled over in front of my friend's house. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't see me do it, but there was still smoke, tire marks, and my car smelling of burnt rubber when he pulled me over. (laughs) Nice. I've only got pulled over twice, honestly. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, but the guy didn't give me a ticket. Nice, nice. He just told me to fucking cut it out and stop being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there there is a bias, but anyways, Manny, let's roll into the next one. Go ahead and hit your question you wrote down for the week. So the question is, how far does an anime need to go till till it becomes a hentai, honestly? All right. So uh what made you think of this one, Manny? <laughs> so uh, you've obviously seen them at the anime How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. About half of the first season, yeah. Yes, and you didn't know there was a second season until I just told you recently. Yeah, no, I didn't know there was a second season to it. So I already noticed that second season was already done. And so I was like, huh. I was like, I got nothing to do. It's a, it's, it's a Sunday. 
I'll binge watch the entire series, uh, the entire season two right now. Yeah. And I've actually enjoyed first season. It actually kind of had a good story, good character, some good character development on some parts or anything. Just an interesting. It's another isekai, of course. But yes, it did it, have I, some racy scenes. It did, it did. But I felt like season two went worse on the raciness. Really? Uh, I'd have to rewatch first season just to just to be able to give a comparison if it if season two went f- further beyond that or the threshold that it already had. Okay, but this one went far enough for you to take notice. Yes, uh, I mean. So, like I said, I mean, I actually enjoyed the series, so I, so I just was like, oh, I'll watch second season. I, got, I don't know what else to watch because I already finished all the other animes I was watching. I'm trying to trying to make a dent in my cue list. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it got to a point where, like, there's many parts where I was just, like, cringing so hard. I was like, bro, how is this not a hentai? Like... The, the like uh, one scene like the the elf girl was like giving a back rub uh, wash uh, to Diablo and the next thing you know it's like oh okay I'm gonna wash your front now and then it just gives her hand grabbing something with a black a black silhouette the whole background is blacked out and she just looks like she's grabbing something like like the something like like a penis basically and but it doesn't show it because it's a black outline and I'm like are they really showing us that she's jacking him off or like what the fuck and then they finally give it color and it's the horns on his head i was like what the fuck (laughs) okay i don't remember any scenes like that in the first season exactly (laughs) and then they they finally meet one of the other characters that apparently was his uh his servant in the game that he was actually playing physically before he got transferred into this world and then he found out that his domain was actually in the world that he got transferred into. So he automatically knew how to enter, how to navigate through his domain. And once he finally met her and everything, apparently she's a cyborg. And as long as she's inside the domain, she'll be fully charged of energy for combat use. But when she's out of the domain, she will deplete as uh, the more she uses her abilities and everything. And if she were to be able to recharge, it would to be staying near Diablo's side, kind of like wireless charging, basically. Like okay. A signal. But then it's like, well, what's what's? And then he asked her, was like, well, what's a better effective way to fully charge you if if just being you next to me is is kind of a slow process? So what what's a fast charging method? Is like. Well, we would need direct contact. I was like, all right, oh, like, wait, what? Like, what, what do they mean by direct contact? And next thing you know, she just starts taking off her clothes, bends over a little bit, is like, but, and then just tells her, be gentle. It's my first time. I've never tried this. And I'm like, oh, God. Are, are they really going to fucking just like fuck right now in this anime? And next thing you know, she, it, it it just the the camera angles also just fuck with you with this shit, where it just looks like she's being like dry humped in the back and everything. And then next thing you know, you finally realize that like after all the money and her moving back and forth, that she has two ports to like two holes that look like charging ports on her lower back, where all he does is just stick his fingers in, just causing him to flow his magic into her body so she can be recharged. And I'm like, 
and she just falls to the floor like she just orgasms so hard. I was like, what the fuck? So they're using it kind of like a, uh, I guess, a fake-out tease. Exactly. Got it, got it, got it. So to your question <laughs> on what an anime needs uh, till it becomes hentai. Obviously, uh, um, obviously, in order for uh, uh, for something to be called a hentai, it would actually have to show female and male genitalia parts and full insertion and everything and just the, the works you can think of as an actual porn, honestly. Okay. Whereas when we get down to etchy, it would just be like borderline hentai where they won't show it, but it's implied basically. Or yeah. just teased. I mean, we can think of other animes where like we can consider them basically hentais at this point. Um, what's some good animes that we can think of? Oh, uh, there's one just it just came out recently that I heard about. It's called Worlds and Harem, where basically a dude was frozen to was frozen so he so doctors can find a cure for his disease. He wakes up. He's now one of five men in the world alive still, and they're given the opportunity to mate with all the women they want to bring back the population and save them from disaster. <laughs> okay so those are two different examples right it almost sounds like the first one right the how not to summon a demon lord yes because they almost show scenes like where like they're having sex and everything but they yeah. won't actually show it but that seems they, like the... a normal anime that they're trying to push hentai into it right yeah it does. versus the one you just described sounds like it's a hentai that they try that they're trying to make into an anime <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, i didn't think of that oh, right shit. so it's kind of like they're they're trying to like grab those other audiences right but they're coming from two different sides of the world <laughs> yeah another anime um i would have to say is also redo of the healer or redo of healer redo of healer that anime um, got some backlash, but if you remember, I talked to you about it, how it got some criticism, because in the first episode, or I think it was the second episode, when they talked about it in the article and everything that I read a while back, but he was fully naked, he caused this girl's body with his powers to for her body to be immobile of her functions, and so he just, like, turns around, he turns his body around and then she gets slapped in the face but like he didn't use his hands to slap his her face so like what the fuck did he slap her and then it wasn't until people finally realized that he dick slapped her in the face oh okay okay so it probably got backlashes that they're essentially doing like a rape scene i mean yeah from what i've seen so far in the reviews and some of the comments and what people's opinions on everything the entire anime is just full-on orgies or rape scenes. Jesus. Yes. But it's still an anime. All right. <laughs> uh, there's another anime I was thinking about. As well. So do you think th these need to go into a different genre category now? I would say so, honestly. I mean, I feel like this would go. This has to go past, past etchy. I don't know if there's another genre... Because I was thinking it was kind of like anime, fan service, etchy, hentai. Well, etchy is its own genre as well. 
Okay. Fan service can be very minimal because it will just catch a little bit of attention of people and just want to continue watching because they got a little bit of fan service and they're going to enjoy the characters a little bit. But then you actually have actual hentai genre animes. A perfect example would be a uh, high school so, DXD. So what is etchy then? Etchy, uh, it's hard to explain. Let me look up the definition real quick. Sure, sure, sure. Because that's kind of, I thought that was kind of like the prelude to like full hentai or something. So etchy anime would be basically noting or pertaining to a subgenre of Japanese manga, anime, computer games characterized by light playful sexual themes and imagery oh okay so that's like a game it's not really into anime itself they're referring more to games no manga anime and computer games oh okay 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 so yeah i think that would be kind of the steps for it right be an an regular anime some fan service and then uh edgy goes a little bit further than fan service but not as far as um not as far as hentai well, etchy is also light. It's 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 light, playful sexual themes. So, so do like, you think these need a new genre category above etchy? If I don't know if there's already a genre already named for them, I would say so. <coughs> okay, got it, got it. There's another anime that I was thinking of right now as well. That could be another example, but I'm having a hard blank right now on it. I don't know if you've already come across any animes where you could think they could just be outright hentas at this point. Um, no, not really. No, nothing like a, I guess beyond what you have already kind of said. Because in in terms of these kind of animes, the most they'll show you is just actual uh, female breasts. That's the most you'll actually get to see if there's an uncensored version at that point. Because yeah. if you're if you remember like back then, like maybe in the early 2010s, especially, we actually had etchy anime and anime that had fan stories that actually showed full on breast and nipples. And now it's just now with the recent animes, it's more just a light covering everything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I, I've noticed that that switched off and it's interesting how they're going more towards covering it up and still categorizing at that point. Well, it seems like they cover it up, but they're trying to do more implied. Yeah, exactly. Things, right. That is true. Yeah. Because that's what you're pretty much describing with all these, right? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, enough of that, Manny. Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> this man. Let's go into the last one. Okay. So you hit me up uh, over the weekend. I did. I did. Okay. Over the weekend, the battery for the Mustang had given out. Yeah, it gave out. I mean, last week I tried driving it after it sat for about less than a month. It hasn't even been a full month, and still a long that, time. The battery was just completed, and I've had it sit before longer than that. I've had it sit for more than two months, and it turned on fine and no issues. But this time, it just didn't turn on, even though it was less than a month. And I would say also because the reason why I haven't been able to drive is because of the COVID situation that I had a few weeks ago. So it's like, there's no point in me going out to drive if I'm sick and everything in quarantine. Yeah, but you charged it and it didn't hold charge anymore. Yeah, so I, I recharged it. It ran fine that day. And then a few days later, I tried to go out to visit some family and then it was dead again. So I was like, okay, this battery's done. Correct. And that's when you messaged me for advice on battery brands, right? 
Yeah, I was just saying, seeing if like, hey, like if if not, I'll just go to my local Napa store and just buy a battery. But if you happen to know a brand that you would possibly recommend, I'll go for it. Yeah. So that's kind of where this question came from. Uh, so from my side, I kind of laughed a little bit when you asked me a, a recommendation for a battery brand, because that's something that I give no reference to on anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I only asked out of curiosity. Like I said, if, yeah. if there was nothing, I was, like I said, I was just going to go to my local Napa store and just buy a battery. Yeah. So the question is, what car parts do you cheap out on? Yeah. And that's that's kind of one of the things that I, I came up with because of this, because up until pretty recently, I used to buy all of my batteries from Felix Batteries in Pomona. Isn't that the, the car dealership? No, 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 no. You said Pomona. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. This is in Pomona. They started off at a super, super tiny, tiny shop. And you can go there and get basically refurbished batteries for like 35 bucks. (laughs) And I've been using Felix batteries since I was like 17, 18. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If I didn't use Felix batteries, I went to the pick apart. And I pulled a battery. <laughs> okay. So would that be wise though? Getting batteries from junked out cars? Why wouldn't it be wise? No, I'm asking because I'm curious. I I, I never so, would have thought of that actually. This is kind of why I say what parts do you cheap out on? And I don't know if it's kind of a thing of like maybe it, it, and I could be totally wrong, right? Maybe the numbers don't match up the way I think they're matching up, or maybe I've just been very lucky, but the more, you know, about your car or cars in general, um, you kind of know what you can get away with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of look at something and you know that the battery is going to just, it just requires a post or it requires the, you know, the screw in types and, you know, it has to be on this side and roughly this many cold cranking amps or whatever. Right. And I'll just go pick up something that works. I've actually changed uh, terminal connections out to make a cheap battery work. Oh shit. Nice. So (laughs) yeah, I actually cut off the old terminal and put different style terminal connections because it was cheaper to do that than to buy the actual battery for the car. I spent okay. $35 on the battery and like another 15 bucks on the terminal connections. So I do that rather than spending 200 or up, you know, sometimes higher, you know, 150 cheapest, right? Usually yeah. it's been a while, 150, the cheapest or up to 200 plus for a new battery. So that's why I kind of like got the question. Okay. Like what parts do you cheap out on? I know for me, batteries is one thing I, almost always cheap on it's just been recently when i have to work like on the wife's car she gets nervous when i'm like yeah 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 i'll just go to the junkyard and pick this up and she's just kind of gives me this look like ah all right i'll go buy it new (laughs) and i I think we could both agree that like i'm the complete opposite like we're me and i would say this would be like more influence on my dad's side uh on his take on buying parts or anything is to actually buy quality parts Yes. So and, I agree with quality parts, just not on everything. Yeah, no, I could, I can probably agree on that as well. 
So batteries is one for me that I definitely cheap out. <laughs> I mean, um, I rotors. think it also I think it also have to depend on the vehicle as well. Uh, like let's say my Toyota pickup when I mean I still have it, but like when I was daily driving and everything, like I really didn't care. Like this is gonna be my daily car. Uh, I just wanted something comfortable, good to drive and everything. So um, I honestly I cheaped out on on stuff on it too because. I treat it as my from destination A to B car. I like, I didn't really care about it. I mean, I cared about it, but like I didn't care about putting quality parts into it. Okay. So for you, it just depends on the car. You'll give more love to one than the other. Exactly. Okay. I, I could see that. I, I think I'm a little bit the same way. I'll buy more quality parts for certain cars, but I think almost as a uniformity, there are certain parts for me like the battery that are uniformly going to get the cheap shit. Yeah. No matter what car it is. I think, you know, obviously if let's say I still had the type R, obviously I'd probably buy a new battery for that one, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like, I guess our project cars our pleasure cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I usually cheap out on the batteries for sure. Is there anything that you cheap out on? Like that would be, let's say, on the Mustang. I mean, the Mustang. I mean, what? I can't really think. I mean. Okay, let's say the Tacoma. Make it a little bit easier. The Tacoma, like, honestly, just suspension, like shocks, absorbers, the taillights. I'll just, like, buy some replicas, like. The light bulbs. I mean, I think light bulbs are also thing that we can cheap out on. I, I like. I know people like, oh, like bright and everything. But like, if I can see good, I can see good. I don't need to sh- like pay the extra just for like extra bright lights as well. All right. All um, right. Uh, so I do disagree a little bit on the suspension. <laughs> no, I mean like. I'm not going to go out and like buy Bilstein uh, shock absorbers. I'll just get like the ones that are just like that are good enough for it and everything. Like the Monroe OEM yeah, replacement. Okay. So, you know, on most cars, I usually try to go at least KYB. I try to go mid range on the suspension. Okay. Just cause I've, I've done it with like the, you know, the standard Monroe's or nap or whatever. AutoZone, whatever that they make, you know, and I never, I'm never happy with them. (laughs) (laughs) Socks are definitely one that I go at least mid range. Again, I don't do super high end on those either, but I'd go mid range on those and actually light bulbs. I go high end. Okay. So uh, I'd have to show you at night, probably on the Fox body. But maybe maybe we'll go buy a cheap bulb and we'll put a cheap bulb in the Fox body. And, you know, again, this could be car specific, but there's a big difference. I would, there's I, I not a big it. price difference. So ironically, the, the little cheap stuff like the light bulbs, I'd actually go a little bit higher on that. I think another one we can like think about cheaping out is just air filters as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could kind of see that. I mean, I I replace mine unless you want the extra five horsepower with a uh, um, K and N air filter. So 
I do buy the K&N filters. <laughs> for the extra five horsepower? No, no, no. For the uh, reusability. That is true. I, I like the reusability. I like that when, uh, cause I never, I, you know, I have the, the standard Fram shit in like the crown Vic right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I have rock auto. I forget the brand, but I bought it off of rock auto online, uh, for the, for the truck, for the F two fifty. Yeah. Um, obviously the Fox body has a cold air that's different. Right. But, uh, the filters, I always forget to fucking buy them. <laughs> so, like, it's time for tune-up or whatever. I get, you know, plugs, if it has cables or coils, whatever, right? Yeah. But I always forget the air filter. So, the cars that I keep for a long time, like uh, my wife's Buick, it already has a K&N in it. Because I know we're going to keep that power. car. Well, no, we. I know I'm going to keep that car for a long time. And it's so much nicer to just pull it out clean it, let it dry, put it back in. Okay. So I, I do like that for uh, K&N's for that, but, you know, I guess the beaters, they're all getting frams for sure. The cheap, the cheap, cheap stuff. Yeah, that is true. But all righty, Manny. Um, you know who doesn't have cheap shit? Who? TFT Performante. <laughs> that is true. You like how I you like how I swung that plug in? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, again, they're here, they're supporting the show, and they want to extend some support and discounts out to you guys. Hit them up for any of your repair, car parts, wrapping, uh, color changes, tire changes now, right? They're expanding their shop out bigger and bigger. Yes, that is true. So hit them up, uh, tell them you're a listener to the show, and Scott's going to help you out. Uh, we always have them tagged on our Instagram profile. I need to hit up Scott because I bought some taillights for the Mustang off of him as well. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I still haven't picked them up, so I need to hit him up for that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which one did you get? I got the Euro-style taillights for the Mustang. The white ones? The white ones, not the smoked ones. Okay, nice. This is different. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. Nice, cool. Try, try cool. To like, I, I, I like the. I'm trying to like keep it more like the aesthetic of like black and white. Okay, keep it panda. Yeah, pretty. Well, I mean, much. technically, smoke would be the same panda scheme, I, I right? But I don't like smoke taillights. Fair enough. Fair enough. They are a little bit overplayed. They are overplayed, and I just don't like the look of them. Like, if I want to smoke taillights, I'll just buy the clear ones, put some window t- some tint on them, and when I get bored, I'll just take off the tint. There you go. You can always do that for sure. Exactly. All right. Well, anyways, make sure you're following uh, TFT Performante. Give them, hit them up. We are still working on getting his website up and running and getting like an official discount code and all that nice stuff. But for right now, you can send him a message. Let him know you're a listener. He'll take care of you. But anyways, Manny, with that, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, want to send an unaccepted rev, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Adios.